Hello and welcome to the Yoga Business Growth Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking all about whether or not you should teach a yoga class for free or not. So welcome to the Yoga Business Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Irina Adriansen. I'm an online business manager, a marketing expert, and I'm also a yoga teacher and an Ayurveda teacher. In this podcast, I talk all about things business and marketing for yoga teachers and other wellness professionals. So welcome. Today, we are talking about whether you should teach yoga for free or not, when teaching yoga for free might be a good idea, and also when it might not be such a good idea. So before you start offering free yoga classes, you have to think about why you're doing it. Because ultimately, the decision to teach yoga for free is a personal one that is going to depend on your own goals and your own circumstances. Your intention behind offering free yoga classes should be clear before you start offering them. In this podcast episode, we'll explore some of the things you want to consider before making this decision so that you can draw your own conclusions. And here are some of the factors that you may want to consider. First of all, your experience. Second of all, your financial situation. Third, the needs of your community. And we'll also talk a little bit about SEVA or selfless service. And number four, valuing your own yoga classes and the ones of other yoga teachers. Okay, first, let's talk about your experience. If you're a new yoga teacher, you're still building a client base. Teaching for free can be a great way to gain experience and exposure. For instance, when I opened my yoga studio in my local town, I invited my friends and neighbors over for a free class. And when that went well, I decided to host a second free class so that I could attract even more people. And after those two free classes, I started charging for my classes and it worked. My friends and neighbors liked my class, liked the style of yoga that I was teaching. They told their friends and my classes started filling up. So it can be that easy. When you're new to teaching yoga or new to the area that you live in, or you're opening a new yoga studio like I did, you can give people the opportunity to get to know you and your style through a free class. But it's also important that you are prepared to let people know how you'll proceed after the free class. You can tell them at the beginning of the class, you can tell them at the end of the class, or you can tell them again at the end of the class. You can hand out flyers or a card with your website, with your prices on it, with your address on it. And you can also ask them to share about you. You can tell them about your schedule and how you're going to charge for your classes going forward so that it's very clear from this moment on, you're going to start charging for your classes. If you already have more experience teaching, but your classes aren't always full, you may want to offer an occasional free class or offer one free class to new students. And this way, your free class is part of your marketing strategy. In my area where I live, this wouldn't always work because I live in an area that receives a lot of tourists. So if I'd offer free classes all the time, um, my classes might be full, but I might not be earning a lot of money because people are moving on after their holiday. If you teach yoga online, creating shorter or different yoga class videos for free on YouTube, on Instagram, or TikTok might help people find you. And if they really love you, they'll want to join your paid offerings too. And lastly, if you're an experienced teacher with already a steady stream of students, 
your classes are always full, then teaching for free may not make so much sense business-wise. So from the experience perspective, that might not be such a good idea. The second factor that you want to consider whether teaching a free yoga class or not is your financial situation. So if you need to earn income to support your family, to support yourself, then teaching for free is not sustainable in the long term. When teaching yoga is your job, while you're teaching yoga, you're not able to do anything else to make money. So while you are teaching yoga, you're doing marketing, you're setting up your class or your camera for a class, you're not able to make else. And if that's the case, you should absolutely charge for your classes, especially if you have overhead charges like rent for the shala or the room. If you have recurring payments for software you use to teach online, advertising costs, paying for petrol for your car to get to your class, you need to charge for your class. The only reason you're able to teach yoga at all is because you invested time and money on teacher training years of practice, reading, honing your skills, teaching yoga. This is time and money you did not spend on anything else. (laughs) If you think about a photographer, would you expect them to teach what they know for free or even a personal trainer? So why do people expect to receive yoga at a discount? And I think one of the reasons it has to do with the fact that yoga used to be transmitted from master to student, and often the student even had to prove themselves worthy to be accepted as a student. They had to devote themselves to the study and practice of yoga for years. Nowadays, as a student, you can hop into a drop-in class in your local community center around the corner. You don't have to travel far and wide. You don't have to live with your teacher, with your master, for seeking worldly means. Yoga has become more convenient and easy to fit into our modern lives. And the only way that it has been made possible is because becoming a yoga teacher has become easier, because yoga schools exist, and because people can teach yoga for a living. And some people repair cars, some people mend clothes, other people know the law, and other people teach yoga. So it has become a profession like any other profession, and yet it is judged against different standards. However, if you do have another income to support yourself, like a day job, you can offer some free classes to hone your skills or serve your community. But you'll only have so much time and energy to dedicate to teach yoga on top of your job. Plus, you might also have some overhead costs. So It's not very practical to teach only for free because your effort is definitely worth payment. When you're teaching too many classes for free or just for too little money, you can start to feel burnt out. You can start to feel resentment as well. So if you start to feel resentful about teaching a class for free, about about a certain class, it's definitely worth looking into why you feel that way. And if you're teaching many classes for free or not free, you might not even have the energy to practice yourself anymore either. Most yoga teachers, me included, will tell you that they teach yoga because yoga has changed their life. 
And when teaching too many hours just to make ends meet is impacting your own practice, something is definitely not right. And you want to be able to share the gift of yoga, but you don't want to get to the point where you get resentful for teaching or taking away your own practice. And I've had that happen to me not long after I started teaching yoga, when I was teaching multiple classes a day, days a week during a whole summer, and I almost fell out of love with yoga. I was so tired. I never practiced as little myself as that summer. So I knew this wasn't going to be sustainable for me because I wanted to keep practicing. That was the most important thing for me. But if you do have a stable income from another source and want to give back to your community, teaching for free can be a rewarding experience. So to recap so far, the first factors to take into consideration is whether you are a beginning teacher, whether it's part of your marketing strategy to teach free classes, and also your financial situation. So let's explore some other factors. Now, let's talk about the needs of your community and seva. If you live in an area where access to yoga classes is limited, uh, there are just not that many yoga classes around, or if they are cost prohibitive, teaching for free can be a valuable service to your community. And this ties in with the concept of seva. If you've ever visited an ashram or maybe had another community living experience, you might be familiar with the concept of seva, which in Sanskrit means selfless service. So seva means being of service without expecting anything in return. Offering a free yoga class without expecting anything in return, so not like a trade, you're not expecting any money, you're not receiving anything other than the pleasure of giving in itself is seva. So why the free class uh, or when might a free class be a good idea when offering a free class may have a ripple effect on your community? For instance, people who are relaxed after your class will be much kinder to their spouse, to their colleagues, to their children. Uh, you, you're able to build relationships with people who might be inspired by your free teaching to also offer their skills for free to other people. So if access to yoga classes in your area is limited or unavailable because of the cost of your class or due to the nature of the community, for instance, a detention center or a prison, teaching a class for free can be a great contribution to your community. And selflessness is very honorable, but it's a concept that can definitely be abused find yourself cleaning the yoga shala after your class that's not doing seva that is the studio owner profiting off of the concept of seva so unless these tasks bring you infinite pleasure and happiness this is not doing seva this is exploitation i just want to remind you that teaching yoga takes energy before during after the class you're building your skills you're holding space during the class, you're setting up the room, you're cleaning up the room, everything else that goes into teaching, it requires effort. And it's time that you are not relaxing on the sofa, you're not dedicating this time to your own practice. The energy you spend teaching a free class needs to be replenished somehow. If you choose to give away a free class 
because you like doing so, please set boundaries around what you will and won't do, how often you will do it, in what way you can support so that you are not burning yourself out. And then the last thought for today is about valuing your own teaching and the teaching of others. Teaching a free class can make the value of your classes, of your other classes, seem low. So people might assume that you're a beginner or, the, or that they don't have to commit to the class. You might notice that many people are signing up, but then they're not showing up because it's a free class. And you're doing all the work anyway, so that might start feeling not so great. And when people pay for a class, especially if they pay in advance, they're much more likely to show up and do the work. So also because there are so many free yoga classes available, people start expecting that yoga should be free and they don't want to spend money on it. But it's often when people say they don't have money, they just mean that it's not a priority for them. And they could easily find the money for the class if they gave up something else, like their Netflix subscription or their daily expensive coffee. This is not always true, of course, but if the reason you're hosting free classes is to be more inclusive in your community, there are definitely other and better ways to include people from disadvantaged backgrounds than teaching free for all classes. So ultimately, the decision to teach yoga for free is your choice. It's a personal choice. Consider carefully what your own goals are, what your circumstances are. Consider also the needs of your community. So let's recap what we talked about today. The factors to take into account when deciding to offer a free yoga class or not is, first of all, your experience. If you're a beginner, you might offer free classes just to gain experience, to find your teaching style, and also to find out who you prefer teaching, like who are the students that you love to teach. Second of all is, what's your financial situation like? If you are dependent on income from yoga, then you shouldn't teach your classes for free or for cheap. If you're always stressed about money, in the long term, this is not going to be sustainable for you. You're doing another part-time job that will give you the security that you need so that you can build your client base slowly. And third, we talked about the needs of your community and doing seva or selfless service. And we talked about what selfless service is and especially what it not is so that you can decide whether you want to offer this service of teaching yoga for free to your community. And then fourth, we talked about valuing your time, the effort that goes into teaching yoga and into the studies that you, you did to become a yoga teacher and also those of other yoga teachers. So before you start offering free yoga classes, think about why you're doing it. And ultimately, it's your decision. It's a personal decision. And it depends on your goals and your circumstances. Your intention behind offering free classes should be clear before you start offering free classes. And I hope in this podcast episode, I've helped you explore some of those factors and some of the things you want to consider before making the decision to offer free yoga classes. 
I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you like this, please subscribe and share with your friends. It will mean the world to me and also help more yoga teachers succeed. If you want more information on how to work with me, please visit my website, www.yogabusinessgrowth.com. Thank you for listening to or watching the Yoga Business Growth podcast. And this was your host, Irina Adriasen, and I will catch you in the next episode.